for clocking in to Becoming a Better Nurse podcast. I'm Rebecca. And Aaron. Together, we like to offer ideas, conversations, and solutions to help educate, elevate, and empower nurses. We are two and a half years into this COVID pandemic, and are you still working as a nurse? If you are, congratulations. You're one of the few tough ones out there. I don't know. <laughs> Congratulate them. People are still working. It might be suckers. I'm still working. So We're still working. We put in a lot of sweat and tears and blood, guts, and everything. It's the whatever you want to call it. We've put it all in there, man. We've really worked hard these past two and a half years. It, it feels like it's worse than COVID right now. Well... That's what you say. I think it's how you look at it. I think we've always been pretty crappy, but I think this is what this episode's about. It's what has COVID taught us about nursing. Hmm. I have a couple thoughts. Go you want to start? Oh, I'll start. All right. No, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Go, you start. All right. So what I, the first thing that comes to mind when I think about what I've learned about COVID, what's COVID taught us as nurses is there is oh by the sure. way before you start we still have it it's still around so what we're going to talk about is just to just to basically explain a little bit more is what that whole huge pandemic era type in the past year or two has taught us but i mean it's i mean technically people are still getting covid it's just not it doesn't seem like it's as deadly or as serious but we just wanted to clarify well, I did clarify when I said it's two and a half years of working in the pandemic, and I've learned a lot. Okay. We've learned a lot. We've learned a lot. Sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Big big first and foremost factor that I've learned is that nursing has definitely got a shortage. I don't know where those nurses are. We've spread out. We've traveled. We are working the same. I'm working with a lot of the same nurses. I keep in contact with some of the nurses. They're working hard. They're getting contracts all the time. But where are all the nurses? It's pretty scary, but it's definitely become evident how bad the nursing shortage is. I know some retired. I know some quit in the past few years, but that's why I say congratulations if you're still a nurse because we need you. They're no, they're not in Florida. That's for sure. <laughs> they're nowhere to be found. In the ER, we have shitload of holes. And when I ask around, like EMS and other people and some of the staff, apparently every single hospital in Florida, in, in the county that we live in, is on hold. And they, I mean, not on hold, but they have, they're on system status where basically the paramedics have to take them to the. They basically switch hospitals so they'll go ER, divert first, whatever then the next one the next one and the reason why there's holds is because on the inpatient side and it's not because um services or anything like that it's because on the inpatient side there's no staffing there's no nurses to take care of patients on the in on the inpatient there's i mean there's a limited amount it's not that they can't take care of anybody but they can't they can't um, take care of handle the influx of all the new patients coming in. Correct. Even at, at normal levels, they can't do that because we don't have normal level staffing. We have low level staffing. Well, this is another topic for a podcast. However, that's where you start talking about when you have unsafe ratios. They bring patients in regardless of who's going to take care of them because they want the bed filled. Sometimes it's for the patient's safety. Sometimes patients need to be looked after. But who decides that? We can talk about that another day. However, that is one thing we have to, I have to admit that we all have been talking about it. It's hard to find exact numbers because we've talked about that on the podcast before too, but it is definitely hard to find the exact numbers of the shortages that we have. Mm -hmm. And healthcare is booming. 
clinics need to be going up. We have doctors going run, they're getting run to the ground too. And you have nurses that primarily work in hospital settings or rehab settings and they, we don't have enough. We don't have enough. It sucks. What else has it taught you? Another thing that COVID's taught me that is pretty apparent is that it separated us tough, tough nurses from those that might not have loved nursing or might got have burnt out of nursing. I got to say, I couldn't handle the COVID situation. I got out after four months and I was already burnt out looking for another job. So I knew I had a very short fuse. I was lucky and found during the lull of COVID a different route to take, something that wasn't what I was doing. Um, got out of critical care and went to surgical services. So that was a blessing because I don't know if I'd still be working as a nurse right now. So kudos to all you nurses out there. The you guys who are still bedside in COVID and ICU you're bad asses yeah. and I salute you congratulate you and applaud you and I'm so grateful for you because my family members are going to be in there and my husband's family members might be in there yep. and it's just such a hard job and you guys you guys have the grit and you should be bragging about it for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Another thing is um, those that were burnt out, uh, those that felt like they needed to go somewhere, I hope you understood that feeling in you before that happened because I would certainly have hated to see COVID ruin you as a nurse just because this is such a short-term problem, but it's it's cusped on a long-term um, problem, which is the staffing shortages, nursing burnt out, not being heard, all the things we've been talking about for a long time. So, um, and it's not like people aren't trying to get nurses over. There's so many um, offers being for for nurses. There's bonuses, incentives, and we're just not we're still not able to get any. I mean, every day I get. I get notifications and offers from different hospitals, some down in Miami, some up in like... Uh, Me too. And it's and they have these crazy incentive bonuses. So yep. it is every single hospital and company. Yep. It's insane. It's not like they're not trying. It's just, I don't know what the hell's happening. And, and one of the, actually, one of the things that is happening is they can get paid more to travel. So um, hospital execs need to fork up the money. Well, yeah, that's the whole reason why you got the travel nurses out there now and we are short-staffed as it is. But when I'm talking about being burnt out and losing your edge, I, I really I really hope that it isn't forever because we have other, you know... Um, nursing jobs out there that can be you that could utilize you and I just really hope COVID didn't burn you out it didn't burn me out completely thank goodness because that was another thing is when you when you this COVID also has taught us we were badasses those of you who stayed are badasses those that couldn't ha- handle or got burnt out very quickly um, you put your heart on your sleeve you kind of learned your limits some of you guys knew you could push yourself further and you did it and then some of you knew your limits and you you took a took a 180 and did a different direction some of you knew your limits and are out of nursing because maybe that isn't what you love and you're Mm -hmm. like I'm out of here and one thing that COVID taught us as nurses was that you have your limits and I'm and you get to them and you can learn from that um, in life in general and for your next job or for the next wave of burnout you feel whether it's pandemic related or just you know bad manager related or just you're tired related and so understand that love isn't love should not be the only factor to do a job they need to pay you pretty well because this is a tough freaking gig and you can't live off of love I'm sorry 
well, I didn't say love in your job and staying and, and taking crap. No, I mean, crap, it's all, I'm, what I'm saying is it's good to love your job. It's good but to, it's not gonna to keep be excited. You, it's not going to keep it's not you gonna doing pay it the forever. Bill. It's not going to be the, pay the bills. No, you'll definitely burn out. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I wanted to also mention when Aaron sidetracked me from the money issue. I was get passionate about things and I need to cut her off. Money. <laughs> money. money excites me. <laughs> Because you can find your limits and you know where you're, you know what you want and what you don't want, it's going to help you move forward. And there are so many avenues in nursing that you can do, and it's just amazing when you go out there and you look. It's between management. You don't even have to be bedside. You can do research. You can do um, cosmetics. Quality. You could do quality, like Aaron. You can do um, home. You could do school. I mean, it's just it teach. It's limitless. So. I would have to encourage you that if you had retired or if you have taken a break, if you know someone who's retired or taken a break, just try to you know pump them up or or give them an incentive to um, return to nursing if they're if they're questioning whether they can because there are other um, jobs out there. And then to speak on that is don't be afraid to go back to nursing because it's actually very job secure. You have. When we were in the so pandemic, many jobs right now. when we had the pandemic, Aaron and I, the only thing we noticed differently was we didn't meet with our friends or go out to dinner all the time because we went up to work. We got up for work every day. And the roads were empty. The roads were empty. Recessions hitting. What? What do we? Do? We're not worried about our job. They're yeah. actually calling us, asking no. to do more work. Yeah, exactly. So if you're ever worried or thinking that you know this is something that you know you can't sustain or. Or how can you sustain it? That's a good reason because the res- the resiliency in nursing, and then the opportunities in nursing, and then the the nurse security, job security is very um, attractive. You know what I learned uh, in during this pandemic is that we are just a number. Every single hospital is trying to stay afloat, and if you're getting treated like shit, just go to another hospital. I mean, people are going to treat you. A certain way and you have to set up boundaries and standards for yourself and decide are you going to be treated like this are you going to be given this assignment are you going to be understand one thing before i continue every hospital sucks right now every hospital sucks right now but just understand that the work culture is what's going to set the tone because even though in a place that it sucks if you have a good work culture you're going to sustain it because you have people that are going to back you up in negative work cultures they will talk shit it'll be more stressful so do you have the option to set a standard and boundary for yourself get out of there and find another job that's going to suit you just know that because you're at the end of the day you're just a number and at the end of the day you have to take care of yourself and your mental health yeah, that was the third thing I realized too was the management or I should say industry leaders, they really don't care they don't give a shit about, about nurses. You. As much as we like to think we're valued and we're respected and you we're are replaceable and we are neat much needed, they really replace us. We are replaceable and they just look at us as a month budget number they look us at as their biggest expense mm-hmm. and they look ways to cut costs and they look for ways that they can make us make us earn you know do more for our dollar they they tell us the same crap and we've seen these memes and we've talked about this before these memes are tireless let's have another pizza party let's you know we yeah. thank you for all you do i mean this year for nursing week we they didn't even try they didn't even try. So understand that if you're, if that's just what's happening, they're promising all these things and they can't deliver. 
take care of yourself. Get out of there. Go travel. Go make some money. Why not? Step I mean, out of your comfort zone yeah, if I mean, that's something you're interested or willing if to do they're or not able. loyal to you, why are you loyal to them? If I'm married to somebody or if I'm dating somebody and the loyalty is not there or I give more energy than they give me, why the hell would I want to stay in that relationship or in that marriage? Yeah. I mean, there's so much opportunity out there, but I was very disheartened when I started putting all the pieces together and seeing, hearing different stories and seeing different industry leaders, seeing the crap that they tell us, the emails. Well, we listen. You spoke. We listened. That was the kind of the thing. And they, they're going to bring us this new, this new um, thing at work. And you're like, I didn't ask for this, nor did I complain about anything. And it's their way of making, their way of quote unquote telling you that you need this when you don't but that's what they're going to do and that's with everything that's with that's with you know your vaccine mandates that's with your um evals that's with your money whether you're going to get a raise or not that's with travel nursing or staffing ratios that's with everything and it's so disheartening and I had I used to I used to feel I was more special and that was a lot to take and maybe at one point we were more special because we had so many people um to help within, within hospital systems but now the way things have gone and the way uh, the allocation of funds are completely just jacked up. I mean, you have CEOs earning 10 times the amount, 10 to 20 times the amount of a nurse. Mm-hmm. And the, the, it's just r- ridiculous. And, and they're not doing anything for you. No. And, and In fact, your your situation's worse. They're, and they're, all they're trying to do is cut costs yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day. It's just it's just crazy. Um, and, and people know that. People, people aren't stupid. People know when they're getting taken advantage of. People know when the, her, the your neighbor next door is going to pay you more to do the same amount of work a, a, instead of hearing the same bullshit you get at, at work every single day. Yeah. So if you're going to, why not take advantage of that? I mean, there's nothing wrong. We live in a capitalistic environment, a capitalistic economy. Why not adapt to the economic situation that you're in? If you, I mean, you could, probably couldn't do this in another country. I mean, and, and this is just the basis. If a CEO is going to talk to you and say, well, we can't do this because whatever reason, they need to shut the fuck up because at the end of the day, the CEO, is, they will negotiate for whatever the case may be for their own salary, which is 10 to 20 times what you're making. They can't give you that argument. So economic system, capitalism, if you need to make money, go ahead. I mean, I realize healthcare is a business, and I, I realize that everyone needs to make money. Everyone. I get it. However, the disparity and the fact that, like Aaron said, everyone everyone knows when they're being taken advantage of or they're being manipulated. And when they see it point blank, it's infuriating and it's disheartening, and you shouldn't let it happen to you. I think as nurses, we should start. We're going to start, and I know that some people have started to speak up. And yeah, sometimes you are taken advantage of, but look at places like in California where the staffing is amazing and the way they treat their nurses are better. That's pretty much like a really good place to to practice. The only issue with California, so we've heard. So we've heard. The only the only issue with California is that um, prices, house prices suck, rental prices suck, and it's just cost of living out there is atrocious. Taxes are ridiculous. So we can adapt the, the type of system that they have with nursing in other states where there's better better pay, better patient safety ratios. Um, it'll benefit people because people will flock to those type of places to work. Why not? So to recap, basically... We just want. I wanted to talk about the thing, the three things that I learned about co, about nursing after COVID, that were truths that maybe I didn't realize or hadn't seen in fruition, or 
I needed to realize them a little bit further through examples of extremes like COVID, like COVID has provided. But um, basically, uh, badass nurses will remain badass nurses. And those of you that needed a break, come back and be the badass nurse for the next generation so that we can help keep this profession professional and um, moving forward and uplifting everyone and getting our just deserves. Time to clock out. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, please hit the like button and subscribe. Stat. Follow us on Instagram. You can find us on Becoming a Better Nurse. Until next time.